What's up, dirties? I'm playing with the machines again. Anyway, what's up? What's up, dirties? Uh, yeah. <laughs> this episode of the SBP is brought to you by, you know what it is brought to you by. This was the same thing it was brought to you by last time. It was brought to you by Spotify for Podcasters. If you want to do a, uh, a podcast and you want to play with drum machines and sequencers live in a live setting, uh... <laughs> Go to podcasters.spotify.com and uh, get the stuff they got to get. Spot, uh, it's 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 your one stop shop for all things podcasting. They got fan interaction analytics. They even offer video episodes that you can do. They upload it to all podcast platforms, including Spotify and Apple and. Um, Google, wherever you do your podcasting, listening, they upload it, and they do it all for free. It's so very simple. If it wasn't simple, I would not be able to do a podcast. It's so easy. I was with a friend of mine recently, and I saw what she was doing to put her podcast together, and I was like, fuck all that. Um, This is super easy. Um, And if... uh, they do it all for free. In fact, you can make money from your podcast from uh, fan donation um, or ad revenue. Go to podcasters.spotify.com and start podcasting today. It's so fucking easy. Uh, we are also brought to you by the Music Depot. That's right. The Music Depot, a music store in downtown Hayward, California. They have Sure Mics. Ibanez guitars, Schecter guitars, orange amps. They carry band instruments, all the things you need, cords and, and, and cables and all kinds of fun stuff. And, um, and you know, and they got, they got ukuleles too. They got ukuleles. I don't know why they got ukuleles. I don't like ukuleles, but they have them. 
But, um, you know, go to downtown Hayward. Go to 944 B Street in, in, in Hayward, California, and go see my man Pete. And um, check out the Music Depot. Music Depot, also the sponsor of the Boyles Bistro Blowout every first Thursday at the Bistro in downtown Hayward. I got dates. I'm playing with the machines. I look. I like this fucking these options on this fucking thing. I like this one. Anyway, uh, I got dates. September 22nd. That's this coming Friday. The um, the the first time you can see Hazards live as a trio in front of people in a place. September 22nd, this Friday, Hazard's playing the Stay Gold Deli in Oakland, California on San Pablo Ave. Uh, I will be doing comedy the next night, September 23rd, Saturday night at the 108 Sports Lounge in Riverbank, California. And then uh, Hazard's making their San Jose debut as a three-piece at Sofa Fest on Sunday. We are on at 7 o'clock on the San Salvador stage. Seven o'clock. It'll start. It'll it'll be getting dark by the time we get on. But uh, stoked to be playing Sofa Fest. We're actually headlining the San Salvador stage. Uh, September thirtieth, Zed, the Mighty Zed, playing in uh, playing at the SoCal Heavy Jam uh, at the Full Circle Saloon down in Santee, California. That's down by San Diego. October fifth, the Boyles Bistro Blowout, downtown Hayward at the Bistro. My monthly show that I produce. We have Rick Storer, our headliner for the night. Um, October 13th, Hazards playing the X-Bar in Cupertino, California. Also, October 20th, Hazards playing the Caravan in San Jose, California. And November 11th, Zed playing the Parkside um, in San Francisco, California as part of Ripple Fest. Bowing down to the label that made us. Let's see about this. Oh my God. And as always, music heard here on the Sean Boyles podcast. Not owned, copywritten, licensed, or trademarked by me, Sean Boyles, or the Sean Boyles podcast. Don't try to sue me. Let's do a podcast. It's the Sean Boyles Podcast. Music, comedy, drums, life, burritos. Did I go a little, uh... Now I go a little nutty with the um, with the drum and bass bullshit for the ad reads. Did I go a little nuts? Did I do too much? Was I doing too much? You do too much. Welcome, you dirty dirties, to another episode of the Sean Boyles Podcast, episode two hundred and eight. It is uh, it is the eighteenth of September. 
Um, Bay Area is engulfed in smoke at the moment. Um, apparently, there's a bunch of fires in Northern California and Oregon. And um, that shit got blown south. And we are smelling. There's that smell of smoke in the air. That all too familiar smell of smoke in the air. Um, I'm doing a job out in the Delta. Or just at the cusp of the Delta. And uh, I wasn't smelling it out there. But I didn't. I, I smelled it as I got into the inner bay. It was kind of interesting. So I don't know why it's not out there. Although... When I was driving home this evening, um, you know, I'm driving towards, I'm driving west, and I could see the sun has went down, but that sky is all nice and red, so you kind of see that the 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 smoky the smokiness is in the in the air. Anyway, uh, let's uh, we'll recap uh, we'll recap hazards over there at the radio station. I did a little, uh, I was a sound man for a night. I went and checked out a show and hung out with a friend. Um, I got blocked on social media. We'll get into that. And uh, we'll talk about what you do when you uh, try to figure out what to do when you, when you say something about somebody's thing and they get all fucking pissed off at you about it. Also, we'll do reaction of the week in uh, in the earworm. Um, but yeah, uh, Wednesday night uh, last week, Hazards played uh, at uh, KZSU Radio, uh, Stanford. Now, um, a very long list of very important bands have played on KZSU. Um, over the years, in fact, there's. Um, I recently saw a live uh, uh, performing live on the air, uh, Primus, and it's early Primus too. With like, um, you know, Tim Alexander still playing on that fucking garage sale of a drum kit that he had, that old Ludwig with a fucking Roto Tom, and um, you know, Claypool had super long hair and was wearing a little weird looking beanie and. You know, they just, you know, they just looked like Berkeley, you know. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, but uh, tons and tons of bands. And it, it now, maybe it's not a coveted thing to do anymore. Who listens to the radio? Well, you know, shit like that. But it was a great thing to do. Uh, we pull up. We're supposed to be there at 7. We get there right at 7. We start uh, now. My um, I'm uh, my leg has been okay. I've been working. I've been getting at it. I've been doing stuff, kind of limping a little bit, but not too bad. Uh, we're moving the gear from where I had to park. There's a good walk from where from where you have to park to where um, where you're loading into the radio station, and then they, you know they got the room, the live room there, and we're bringing the equipment in. And I'm just walking the way I walk, and I feel a tug. I feel a little tug on my calf again, but in a different spot. When I tore the calf muscle originally, it was behind my knee. This, I'm feeling some little ripply sort of something happening in the middle of my calf, halfway between 
my knee and my foot's like in just in the middle of the calf muscle feeling it just I felt it almost felt like it moved around it was and I, I don't know if it was a cramp or if it was another sort of muscle fuckery or, or t- another tear I don't know but I had to fucking limp hard the rest of the night and you know I was able to sit down I was able to play no problem we ripped through our songs they asked us to play 40 minutes Hazards can only play 25 at the most. We just don't have enough songs. You know, there's only there's only literally 12 songs we can play live. And one of those is a cover. Uh, 13 songs with the cover. So we did all those songs. In fact, we ended up playing a couple songs twice. <laughs> then they talked to us and interviewed us and, you know, asked about the band. and And it was cool. Um, I don't think we sounded like dickheads. I don't think we sounded like idiots. Um, you know, there is, you know, a thing that the band has done and there is a history. They started during the pandemic and, you know, I came in later, but you know, and then we've had the singer change and, uh, we did, we did good by, um, not disparaging anybody and not shitting on anybody when you know when you start talking about stuff like that you can very easily go well he was an asshole that's why we fucking made him leave and not that we needed to say that or that any of that needs to be said and that's not what i'm saying um all uh, all is well with all that uh good luck to everybody that was once in this band and has moved on to other things um but it was cool. We had, a, like I said, it was a good, uh, a good talk. Uh, once again, shout outs to uh, uh, Gus and Will over there at uh, KZSU, and uh, and thanks to my man Mean Dave for actually hooking it up because he knew uh, he knew those guys and uh, thought it would be good for us to do that. And it and it was. I don't know if it helped the band out. I don't know if we got any. Um, uh, um, any ads onto the Instagram and all that shit, but still, it was pretty fucking rad. It was awesome. Um, I think we played well. And uh, it was cool, man. It was cool. Um, I went to... uh, What did I do? I did a small job in Oakland Thursday and Friday. No, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, and then Saturday night, I took myself to a little show. I wasn't going to go to a show, but then a friend of mine's like, hey, why don't you come to this show? And I said, if you're going to be there, I'm there. <laughs> um, so I went to a show and uh, to see a friend. And uh, I watched, um, so I went to this place, a Baltic Kiss. It's a newer, I guess it's a place that's been there a long time, but it's just now starting to, uh, you know, have metal and punk shows. Uh, although they are a little sketchy about having it, but uh, shout out to Chris Contos, former drummer of Machine Head, current drummer of uh, Forbidden, and uh, and the Boneless Ones who were playing this evening. And uh, I've never, I never seen the boneless ones. I don't think. 
I never, I don't think I've ever watched them play live. I don't know their music. I know that they are an older band from back in the day, apparently, Bay Area. They're, you know, one of the few Bay Area cross, what we call a crossover band, which means they gotta kind of, kind of have a foot in, uh, in old hardcore and old punk and, um, and yet a foot in the metal. So crossover bands, especially back in the day, you got your suicidal tendencies, you got your DRI, you got your XL, and um, a handful of others. These are these bands, you know, SOD kind of gets thrown in there too. These are these bands that sort of um, walked on the line between uh, punk and, and, and metal uh, kind of before there was bands that really blur those lines, you know, say like, um, all out war or, uh, uh, integrity or, uh, earth crisis or, well, shit, even hate breed to some extent, you know what I mean? Like, you know, these are heavy bands, but yet still sort of, you know, hang on to hardcore aesthetics, uh, black breath, another band, you know, you would think Black Breath was just a fucking thrash metal band almost. But uh, I don't know, something about them. There's, you know, still holding on to some hardcore and punk rock. Anyway, um, so the Boneless Ones are a really old band. They've been around for a long time, but they didn't do anything. And then all of a sudden they have this re- uh, resurgence and uh, partly due to Chris Contos joining them and uh, uh, Craig, uh, uh, Le Cicero from Forbidden fame and, um, and Dress the Dead and, uh, Man Made God back in the day, you know, dude's been in a lot of bands, uh, Systematic, he was in the first, I think he was in the, no, 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 he was in Spiral Arms, he was in Spiral Arms with my man Tim, anyway, so I've never seen them, but be it that my friend invited me. And I really wanted to see my friend. Uh, <laughs> I go to the show, and it's it was cool. They're they're cool. They're they're fine. They're oh they're okay. They're you know it's cool. No energy as a band, except for Chris. He's back there fucking pounding the shit out of his drums. But um, you know, singer sort of just stands there and does his thing, and he's kind of snarky and. Uh, but they're older cats, you know what I mean? I don't expect them to be fucking two-stepping and fucking, you know, waving a fist around and stage diving or whatever, you know? They're old dudes. Uh, Le Cicero's got way too many pedals to be playing that kind of music. He's, he's, he had this monster pedal board. I didn't hear his tone change, but maybe once. Um... I don't understand the guitar players with the massive, massive pedal boards and you never hear the tone change. If it is such a subtle change that the, that you can't hear it for the, for the layman, why bother? Have a lead boost, a fucking clean channel, and your distorted channel. If you're going to fucking dial in all this shit with all these pedals and there's no fucking, no real change to the tone, stop it. Just stop it. My man James Miller 
would have a space station full of fucking pedals. And when he hit a fucking pedal, you heard that shit. It fucking was wild sounds and drastically changing his turning his guitar into fucking keyboard noises and pad sounds and synth basses and fucking all kinds of wild shit coming out of his guitar. Super swirly chorus reverby fucking you know you can tell he had all these pedals. But I see these guys play and they got a thousand pedals and I never hear the fucking tone change. Did I go down some weird rant on guitar players? <laughs> but um like I said, it was uh cool a cool spot, the Baltic Kiss. Uh very strange decor inside. It's pretty much just whatever. <laughs> There's no theme. <laughs> The way it's decorated, there's certainly no theme. Shit, there's just fucking shit everywhere. I mean, you can just sit there and just stare at the walls and the ceilings and fucking look at all the stuff that's in there. Some wild shit going on. Uh, apparently, they got some really good food. They got an occasion menu. I did not eat there, but I heard good things about the cuisine. Um, but I was there to hang out with my uh, my friend Alex. And uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, <laughs> I, um, well, here's something Speaking along those lines, in an inadvertently. Um, I, um, I think I'm ready to start trying to date. I think I'm ready for this. I'm ready. I'm, I think I'm healed enough. I think I'm uh, on the backside enough of the divorce, although we haven't actually filed. In fact, I got some papers fucking sitting on my desk right now that I got to figure out as soon as I'm done, actually, with this podcast for the night. Um, but I think I'm ready. I think I'm... Uh, I'm feeling... Uh, I'm feeling lonely in that department. I'm feeling like uh having uh having something around to to uh to be companions with or whatever you want to say. But in order to do that, you got to sort of reach out and if there's something that you think you might like, Maybe you take a chance and you maybe try to ask him out. And I, so you know, you ha- you got your you got your handful of crushes, right? We all got our people that we know that we've never really had the balls to maybe try to ask out, or you've been in a relationship, or you were married. And you never really, you know, thought that there could be a thing. But now that you are in a situation where you can maybe ask them out. And you know that they are single. And and, 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 and so, so you, try to, you try to ask out one of your crushes. I did that. I did that. 
And I totally got blocked. I got blocked. I got fucking completely cut off on all social medias from this person. Like, like I was a fucking creep. We've had back and forths laughing and joking prior to this. I, I guess I stepped over the line and, uh, I asked this woman out and now it's as if she does not exist online because she completely blocked me from everything. Um, it was, it was a little jarring to, I gotta be honest. I was kind of surprised that like it got that extreme, you know, a, a, a simple no would have been suffice. Um, but yeah, to totally get blocked all the way around, I thought, wow, I must've creeped her the fuck out. Um, and that very well could be, I could, I mean, I, I, I have no, um, uh, no game at all. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. It's been so long. Um, so, uh, Yeah. Big swing and a miss, you stupid son of a bitch. I mean, you know, as, yeah. So, but there's, you know, I like I said, there's a, it's a small list of, of crushes. And the way I got shut down on that very first one, I'm a little hesitant to, uh, to, um, Ask any of the other ones. <laughs> Ugh. It was kind of kind of devastating. Um All right, let's um let's do one of these and then we'll do another thing after that. How about that? Does that sound Does that sound good? What do you say? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dirties of all ages, I, your host, Sean Boyles, longtime lover of that heavy metal sound. Um, I like, I like to try and check out what's happening on the pop charts, specifically the Billboard Hot 100. And I check it out and I react to it and I give you my take on these pop songs that I know little to nothing about. Be it that uh, I am a metalhead for all intent and purposes. I do like other kinds of music, of course. Very wide range of music that I like. But if you saw me on the street, you'd be like, oh, yeah. I bet that guy likes Black Sabbath. Uh, <laughs> uh, this week's uh, song, um, a little bit down the charts, a, way, a ways. I think this was like 15 or, or, or 14 or 15, but it is a new entry or a newer entry. Maybe it was a new one. I forget already. 
But um, I just, you know, wanted to pick the song because, um, I don't know, I find these people entertaining. Uh, we got a little Cardi B and Megan the Stallion. We've talked about the Stallion before. Why is why is why does she want to be a horse, a male horse? Don't be a horse. Um, the song is called Bongos, and um, we're gonna check it out right now. Let's see what's happening with Cardi B and Megan the Stallion. Bongos. Nigga, eat this ass like a pump. This pussy tight like a nun. Better tore it up like it's dumb. Then wipe your mouth when you're done. I'm hot like Nevada. Pussy get popping yada. Bitch, I look like money. You can print my face on a dollar. Beat it up. Shoes getting kicked off. Every time I turn around, a bitch pissed off. Little dusty assholes need a lip brush. You gon' settle down, you gon' live with them. I don't even wanna post a pic with them. The bag he just bought me was a go yard. That ain't your nigga, he is both off. He's tight like a nun. Kinda hunted up with my thumb. I don't care where you from. Better beat this shit like a drunk. Don't be talking shit like you know me. I ride dick like a pony girl. That nigga look like a brokey. Go fuck with his homie here. Like a stallion, all these wannabes, my little ponies. These hoes camped out in the comments, always talking like they know me. Thick bitches in a black truck packed in. Eat whoever in my way, Miss Pac-Man. Hermes made a real big purchase. Purse so big, had to treat it like a person. Bad bitch, in real life, show me real love. Give a fuck about the likes. Bitch trying to say I ain't fine, or I. They know I'm thick, like I'm eating beans with the rice. Like lean over ice, got the real meat pies. I be feeling like my ass, got these jeans when they tight. And the way they watch me, need to be monetized. I'ma need a money bag if I sleep overnight. Wait, 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 wait. This is so much going on. Girl, shit, I'ma make some shake. I know the stiff hoes can't relate. Shoot a shot like a free throw. Just know this pussy and free throw. My BD is a Migo. Bitch, your BD is a zero. My back shot sound like bongo. Okay, breathe it. Finally, a spot where there's Jesus. Bitch, I'm hot. I know water. Pussy get popping yada. Looking like money. You could print my face on a dollar. This pussy Dominicana. This pussy Americana. Hey, si tu quieres que te toma, toma. Put a couple cribs on my own. I'm a owner. Was there a hook in that song at all? Was there a hook? I thought there was a hook, and then it never. It, I heard it twice, like almost back to back. But then I thought it didn't come back, and but maybe there's no hook. They're saying a lot of nasty stuff. 
Oh, oh, I'm, um, I might be getting too old for that shit. (laughs) It's, uh, yeah, I might be getting too old for, because I, I, it's unappealing to me for a woman to talk about herself that way. I don't know why. Maybe I'm fucking, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's, yeah, it's kind of, it's not, I, I don't find it, I don't find it sexy. I take it back. If, if you're being intimate with somebody and you're being physical and some little things get said back and forth, little pillow talk, little dirty talk. That could be super hot. In a song with a fucking, I don't know, fucking, I don't even know what you wouldn't call that lack of beat. Um, but you know, definitely up tempo and and moving and and talking shit like that. It's just like I don't. It's not for the it's not for the kids, is it? <laughs> it's not for the children. Um oh, fuck. Um yeah, that's uh, I don't know. I, I almost don't I don't know how to react to that what I just heard. Oh, those are two very good looking women's though. Um <laughs> I don't care how enhanced or modified either one of them are. Um, you'd be hard pressed to. Uh, I don't think they're overly, because sometimes you see the BBL overly done, and it looks like you're wearing a diaper. I don't think either one of these these females are of the diaper wearing looking. Um, good times. Well, good guy. Good on you, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. Have fun with your with your stuff there. Uh, so the yesterday, let's talk about something that happened. Um, I got shown something. I got shown something that is uh. I got shown something that somebody did that is in my wheelhouse of expertise, okay? They wanted to do a thing, and they had been talking about doing a thing, and they finally pulled the trigger and did the thing. And they let me hear the thing. And, you know, they said, this is the first attempt. Now, when I hear first attempt and you're letting me hear it, I'm assuming, and maybe it's bad for me to assume, but if you're telling me this is the first attempt and you are letting me hear it, I'm assuming that it's a draft, as in a first draft. I had some suggestions. I said, good first attempt. 
but I would say maybe do this, do da 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 da. A couple little things. I got met with quick resistance, and I got met with uh, I wasn't asking for your opinion type of rhetoric. And then they said I should have sent instructions on how I wanted you to react to this. How the fuck are you going to tell me how I should react to something? Or to I, I, you tell anybody how you, how you want them to react to anything. If you put something out there, people are going to react to it how they react to it. You can't have your say on what you want to hear unless you initially say, I don't want any feedback. I just want you to hear this. Well, then what's the fucking point of letting somebody hear it? If you don't want any feedback. I don't understand. If you put it out in the world, you're going to get feedback no matter what. Why showing it to me? When you know this is a thing that I know about, I don't know much about anything. But sound and the way things sound and, 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 and putting musics together, that's kind of my jam, yo. It's actually one of the only things that I really know about. And my suggestions were met with just the idea that I had a suggestion. And I even said, if I am to criticize this uh, constructively, I would change this and change that. And I got met with resistance. And, uh, and I just don't understand the uh, what the play is there. Like if, you, if you're showing somebody something... And you're and you and you sort of dress it as this is a draft. Why would you not want a response? I don't know what I, I don't know what else I would have said otherwise. Just you know, good job. Which I guess I did say that. I said good first attempt. It's the first thing I said. There's people out there that want support no matter what it is that they're doing. They want support and accolades for those things regardless of the quality of those things. Like They want the pat on the back. Like, good job, you did that thing. I can't good job you... If if I don't think the quality is there, I can't bullshit you. I do. I it happens all the time with, with 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 being in bands and your friends' bands play, and you go to support them because you because they're your friends, and you try to find the positive somewhere. Oh, you guys sounded tight. As in, you guys played tight together. Or, um, 
The tone sounded really good. The guitar tone's great. What's that drum? That's a fucking rad drum. You find something. You don't tell them that their songs are dog shit. Because they're your friends. You don't want to really burst their bubble. But you try to find something. But at the same time, I can't blindly say something's great just because that's what you want to hear. Of course we all want to hear what we're doing is great. But you should be happy with it. You be happy with what you're doing. Regardless what anybody thinks. Now some people look to people and they respect their opinion and they want to know what they think. Especially um, sometimes it's, it's, it's somebody that you look up to. And I'm not saying that this person looks up to me in any way, shape, or form. But I just think, you know, some people are like, you know, oh, I, I want to show, I really look up to this person, so I want to show them my thing. And, you know, but why? Why do you need the approval of other people? Just do the thing. Do you like it? When it's out there in the world, are you getting a good result? You know, sometimes people, sometimes people do things and in, 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 in tote themselves around and say that they're doing a thing. And I, I, I wonder where the credibility is to do that thing. Like, if you say you're a life coach, what have you done to warrant being a life coach? And then isn't it like a thing where, like, what works for one doesn't necessarily work for another? Like, I just... There's certain things that people do where I really question, like, what the fuck's up with that? Like, what... What makes you think that you can do that? Or what makes you think anybody's going to look like? I didn't do comedy when I was 19 when I thought of doing comedy. Because I knew for a goddamn fact nobody's going to listen to some 19-year-old talk about anything. I got no life experience. If I'm going to talk, if I'm going to do comedy... And, 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 and the best comedy is based on life experience and I don't have any all I had at that point was you know you know fucking in cars maybe or, or, or you know trying to get a chick to come over when, when, when my parents aren't home I don't know like what, 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 a year out of high school and a year into college going to a 
trying to be a music major without knowing anything about music yet. <laughs> I didn't know my scales and I didn't know anything. I didn't know I didn't know anything. I was a dumb drummer trying to be a music major and I had to fucking learn all kinds of sh- fundamental stuff that I should have had down before I got there. Um Yeah, like, you know, what what do I have to pull from to to be funny? Like, you know, taking a shit? Well, I guess it's not too far from what I do now. <laughs> but, you know, you have your life experience and you pull from that. So, like, I just, if you're going to say you're a coach, for example, I'm just pulling something out of the air. You know, um, I don't know. Have a fucking, I, I don't know. Like, I, don't, I just have a degree in something. Show me some credentials. You know, Dr. Drew talks about fucking addiction. And he's an actual doctor and had a general practice. But he's also an addiction specialist. So he talks about fucking addicts and shit like that. I listen to the dude because he knows what he's talking about because that's his fucking game. You know? I don't know. I just... um, I have a hard time with bullshit. I think that's when it comes down to it. I have a hard time um, hearing somebody say that they're doing a thing and I'm like, what makes you, why, 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 how can you do that? What makes you think you have answers for that thing? What have you done to warrant giving the advice on that thing? Uh, when I started this podcast and I knew I was going to talk about comedy and music, I spent the first few episodes explaining the bands that I played in, how long I played in those bands, what those bands had done, what kind of shows we did. And, you know, and I admit that, you know, comedy's pretty new. I'm only seven years into doing it. Missing a year because of the fucking world trying to end. I'm not an expert in any way, shape, or form. The things that I know are the things that I know. With music, I really know a lot of stuff. And I know it sounds good when I hear it. And I know it's appealing and soothing to the ear, especially if you're going for a certain thing. So if I suggest don't do that thing because that's kind of counter opposite of what you're going for. And then you get mad that I gave you feedback. Bizarre. Super bizarre. Um, anyway, let's... Uh, is that everything on the list? Is that everything on the list? Oh, um, I got to mention because it's just so fucking funny. There's a new trend on... Uh, I keep seeing reels in 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 I guess they're from TikTok too or whatever but um the trend of cracking eggs on your child's forehead 
and then you know, as if you're gonna do a tutorial on making a cake, and you got your you got your uh, your toddler or your uh, your th- three, four, five year old, and um, they're sitting there, and they're there, and they're all cute, and they're like in a I'm gonna help mommy capacity, and she takes the egg and she cracks it over the kid's forehead, and puts and then lets it fall into the bowl. And I've watched hundreds of these, I think, already. And I fucking laugh every time the every time the kid gets smacked in the head with an egg. I fucking laugh. It's so fucking ridiculous. And then before that, there was the trend of uh, crying babies getting slices of cheese thrown on their face. Babies sitting there in their fucking high chair, fucking crying about their fucking peas or whatever. And just speak to slapping them in the face, throwing a throwing a piece of sliced cheese on their face, and they stop crying immediately. Oh, I started. It's it's so it's so funny to me because here this is that's millennials and a little bit old. You know, these are young, so babies, toddlers. That's going to be older Gen Z's and millennials that have these. And they're filming themselves or they're videoing themselves. We can't say you film. You, you don't film yourself. There's no fucking film. All right. There's no film in your fucking phone, in your camera phone. Okay. There's no film. Stop saying you film stuff. I, gotta, I always I got to correct myself when I say that. So you're videoing yourself and your kid. Of this thing that you're going to do, you're fucking humiliating, humiliating, humiliate, I can't say it, humiliate, humiliate, I can't say it, humiliate, what the fuck, yo, humiliate? Jesus Christ. We have footage. Now, millennials and Gen Z complain about how Gen X and boomers have raised them and how we have fucked them up and however they're coming up. But yet now we got video evidence of the exact moment that you fucked your kid up. Like cracking an egg over its fucking skull and letting a yolk run down its cheek. (laughs) Kid's gonna grow up and have a fucking sunny side up phobia. Anyway, let's um, let's get out of here. Oh, this fucking why do when I hit play you disappear? God damn it, um. Uh, rate, review, subscribe, yada, 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 yippee Um, Tell your friends, tell your families. Um, find me on social media, Sean Boyles on Facebook. Uh, Sean underscore Boyles 510 on the gram. Uh, Sean Boyles 5 on X. Um, Senor complaints and or suggestions to sean underscore boils 
at yahoo.com. Let me know you're out there. Um, and as always, the uh, Inworm of the Week playlist is in the show notes. Wherever you're listening to the podcast, scroll down, check out the link. And actually do me a favor and actually see if that even works. I know I've asked that before and no one's ever hit me up on it. Um, I put a link in there every week on the uh, Earworm of the Week. And we add a song every week. This week's Earworm of the Week, um, this is a first time ever, and I can't imagine this happening ever again, um, where a song that was a former reaction of the week has become an earworm. Uh, a friend of mine, shout out to my man Mikey, Mikey Rowan, uh, recorded himself playing the guitar and singing this song. Uh, Mikey is not known for being a singer. In fact, I didn't even know he could sing. But yet he filmed, him, uh, videoed himself um, doing this song and singing it. And he even said in the thing, you know, trying something new. Uh, I'm scared to death to do this. I've never done this before. Uh, and he knocked it out of the park. Actually, he knocked it out of the park. Um, did it? He did sang it his own way. Didn't sing it with the uh, veracity that the uh, original is done. But um, still, he did it very, very well. Uh, but watching that and seeing how he did it, I watched it actually a couple times. This song got stuck in the head. Um, we got a little Zach Bryan on uh, uh, his song, Something in the Orange, as your earworm of the week. All right, be good. Keep it dirty, dirty. And I'll see you fucksticks next week. Your bones and drive your young mind crazy But when you place your head between my collar and jaw I don't know much but there's no weight at all And I'm damned if I do and I'm damned if I don't Cause if I say I miss you But I miss you in the mornings when I see the sun Something in the orange tells me we're not done To you I'm just a man, to me you're all I am Where hell am I supposed to go? Poison myself again, something in the orange tells me you're never coming
need to hear you say you've been waiting all night There's orange dancing in your eyes from bulb light Your voice only trembles when you try to speak Take me back to us dancing this wood used to creep Just a man to me, or all I am, where hell am I supposed to go? I'm pausing myself again, something in the orange tells me you're never coming home. Just a man to me, or all I am, where the hell am I supposed to go? I'm pausing myself again, something in the orange tells me you're never coming home. If you leave today, I'll just stare at the way the orange touches all things around. The grass, trees, and do how I just hate you. Please turn those headlights around. Please turn those headlights around Fuck Staten Avenue And fuck Ace Freely Brought to you by Blowout Productions <laughs>